Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, Vince's voice of reason, it is Scott. <laughs> and alongside us as well, because it's a very special episode, guys, it is the go-home show for AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view. We're so excited for this. We have our friends from Ship It Studios, Back to the Ring podcast, The Riddler, and Mr. Zach. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Are we excited for this weekend or what? Yeah, I'm really excited about this weekend, but I have some you guys gave me some bad news right before we jumped on here about the poll, right? Yeah. Looks like above the ring got the dub, and that means Sam and I get two extra points for the full gear picks. So, means Scott's going to need to uh he's going to need that when I wipe uh, the floor with him. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll go twelve and zero, and I'll be like, "Bye, guys." I'll have to get myself a crown and be like, you know, Xavier Woods, and be like, "I'll be the king of all these picks." Yeah, the best yeah. book machine has to go back somewhere. He needs to go back to school. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really embarrassed right now that you guys came on our show. We did a whole two part episode. <laughs> we rebooked TLC two from WrestleMania seventeen, and we left it up to the fans and you guys picking the new day and putting them into that match beat us with our pick with DX. So that's, that hurts. Be, you beat us at our game. So now we have to come on your show and try to beat you at your game with these picks with full gear, despite our uh, being down two points already. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun. I will say that I wanted, we definitely want to do it again. We can definitely put those stakes up again. If you guys haven't listened to it already, Scott and I were on uh, Riddler and Mr. Zach's Back to the Ring podcast. We They take your favorite matches of the past and put in, well, I mean, yeah, mostly the past, I guess. You can't go to the future, can you? Um, <laughs> and you put in new wrestlers and, you know, try to rebook them. We did WrestleMania 17's TLC2 match. Definitely, there are two parts definitely worth listening to. Um and also, for the rest of you who still listen to uh, WWE's product, you have Scott, who drops his Raw Review NXT Narrative and SmackDown Study on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, respectively. Whew. Okay, I know we had a lot to talk about. There is four of us again here talking about uh, the latest 
follow-up, the follow-up to All Out, which I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think all week I've been going back and watching the last 10 minutes of All Out between them kicking the shit out of Christian Cage, Adam Cole's debut, and then Daniel Bryanson's debut, and then thinking about every match on that card. This is a pay- that last pay-per-view is a pay-per-view that's going to be tough to beat, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that. They they just it, it it's like it's like being down by like three in the bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded, and then it's just like Adam Cole and Ryan Danielson show up and it's just like, oh well, there's the grand slam for the win because the yeah, that pay-per-view was ridiculously good. And while the card for full gear looks pretty good on paper, I'm 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 wondering is it going to be able to 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 reach that same height but what's better having the surprise entrance of brian danielson and adam cole or having them actually in matches this time that is very true that is very true oh yeah these matches when we start talking about the card especially uh, for me personally i think the the match that contains brian danielson is is going to be Probably one for the record books. Match of the night. Possibly. I think maybe only the AEW Heavyweight Championship match might surpass it. But that match will definitely be up there. And I'd be excited to talk about that after the fact, too. Yeah, I'm going to be surprised to see if if, uh, Tony Khan does debut any wrestlers here. I mean, who's available? Is Is it Bray Wyatt time? Buddy Murphy. Um, Bray, I don't know what he was is, Bray is free. Um, so, I mean, that right there could easily be a game changer. Um, there's also all the talk that they that they dropped during Dynamite. You know, uh, Sam might be having some heavy breathing issues if we hear a certain coin drop on, you know. Oh, you think Okada's <laughs> coming? Yeah. Well, okay. So, I do want to – I'm, I'm going to jump in there. So, just – before we get into it, um, Okada did give the best friends an in- invite to join Chaos. Actually, uh, Trent and Chucky e. T have already been members of Chaos up until when AEW started. Um, he made that offer, and they've accepted. Now, what happens at 11 p.m. Eastern time, about the time probably the pay-per-view goes off the air, is New Japan Strong's um, battle in the Valley, which Okada will be wrestling in San Jose against Buddy Matthews or Buddy Murphy, as you would know him in WWE or Murphy or whatever. So I don't think we'll see him mm. tonight or the night of the pay-per-view. But don't be surprised if he's going to be coming around. <laughs> now, is he coming around for the Omega, the Omega for the fifth match? I would hope. Oh, man, I'm mad. The, the only thing with this, so New Japan gives their their main events these, like, grand state. You know, we're used to WWE or even AEW where it's like, okay, the main event maybe gets between 15 to 20 minutes. They're not even the longest matches for the most part. Where most of the Omega Okada matches break 45 minutes. One of them goes over an hour long from bell to bell. So if they do that, I would hope 
that it's oh you couldn't even do it you couldn't even do it at Revolution because he's gonna be at the Tokyo Dome like the month. You probably before. go back to the dome for that fight, I would think. <laughs> the, you think I, they'd have an AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling like mixed event at the Tokyo Dome? <sighs> I <can> speculate. <laughs> we could speculate about this. It's but they named up dropped him so many times on Wednesday, so many times. I think my heart stopped because I'm like, am I watching AEW? Am I watching new Japan right now? So I know blowing up my phone the whole night about this too. It's oh man. But I know Brian Danielson, he's been wrestling a lot of the new Japan talent. If you've noticed, you know, he wrestled Minoru Suzuki, he wrestled Rocky Romero. I would not be surprised if we get Okada and Danielson shortly. Oh, that'd be amazing too. Um, so, yeah, let me quickly, let's quickly re- get right into this, guys. Like I said, if there's anything I missed from Wednesday, please let me know. Um, so, just just a quick recap of what happened on the show on Wednesday night. Uh, Brian Danielson and Rocky Romero kicked things off with uh, Danielson tapping out Rocky Romero. Um, we had American Top Team come and jump the inner circle, where we have Dan Lambert. Um, they pretty much said that they want Dan Lambert to pin Jericho, which is uh, quite quite the heat, I think. Um, if he does do that, <laughs> that'd be crazy. I know Scott would lose his mind. Oh my god! Um, we had the trios, uh, the women's trios match: uh, Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Anna Jay taking on Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hadar, with Conti, Jay, and Rosa getting the win. Jungle Boy and Anthony Bowens kicked off the top of the hour at nine o'clock with Jungle Boy getting the win. I will say, Anthony Bowens is really growing me in the ring. I really enjoy mm. his in-ring talent. And I want to throw a little, uh, a little, you know, props to Max Caster. After his unfortunate rap that he made a while back, he has been on absolute fire with his raps the last few weeks on Rampage uh, and uh, on Dynamite, and it's been so fun to listen to. Yeah, I think they're future tag team champs at some point here for the yeah. next. Year and a half, and you you think and you think they might be annoying now. Just wait till they win some gold. I want to see the Max Caster versus Tony Khan rap battle. Oh my god, that's right. That was supposed to be a thing, wasn't it? <laughs> well, Max was chirping at him. I'm sure it'll never happen, but it would be awesome to see Tony Khan do a freestyle, do a diss track on Max. Right? <laughs> That'd be great. So I know when I was at Dynamite in Boston, you know, Max Caster came out and took on Orange Cassidy. And Max Caster does his rap. And then it was like a very short one line. Orange Cassidy, I see him with a mic in his hand. And I was like, we're going to get Orange Cassidy in a rap battle. All I remember him saying is, yo. And then he said like one line. And then that was it. And I was like, best rap battle ever. it was so good it ended up on espn (laughs) so following that we had wardlow taken on and uh taken out wheeler yuda with the hardy family office obliterating the best friends uh matt seidel leo moriarty taking on dante martin and leo rush keep forgetting how good leo rush is here with rush and martin getting the pin um our main event i guess you know Pac taking on dax Harwood. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this. Pac getting the win over Harwood here. 
um, with, I believe this ended with Black and L.E. Idolo coming out, if I'm not mistaken, with the lights went out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I like that pairing a lot. There, there's some damage that can be done with those two. They feel like a powerhouse. I'm waiting for the explanation of why they're together, though, because it kind of seems out of place. So I just need I just need some explanation. Just just let me know why they're together. <laughs> One other thing I want to make, we talk about things about, you know, people being together. We had a uh, I forgot who Bobby Fish came out and attacked. But we had that little bit where, you know, Adam Cole. Jungle Boy, right? Yes, Jungle Boy. You're right, because he is wrestling him on Rampage. Um, where, you know, Adam Cole introduces, introduces Bobby Fish to the Young Bucks. And I had a freak out moment. That was like mm. my pop of the night, personally. Because we all know Kyle O'Reilly also got released by WWE. Um, and he made that little, you know, yeah, we're disputed here or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no dispute. This is the era of the elite. I'm just like pop. Let's go. <laughs> so this opportunity. Their roster is getting is getting huge. I don't even it, know. It is. You just forget about people. Like where's Lance Archer? That is true. I think he's. he's been, I think he's been relegated to dark and elevation. I don't know. But well, we haven't watched, but he's also been doing stuff with uh, New Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, okay, that makes sense, too. I'll have to tell you guys, if you haven't listened to the last episode, um, I won't get into it, but I made, a, I made a whole statement on how I think Tony Khan should get his hands in the Ring of Honor uh, bucket right now for the, the ever-growing roster and the way that he could grow the industry. We can, we can talk about that off the air um, a little further in depth. Um, and finally, last but not least, we had the contract signing uh, between Kenny and Hangman. And this seemed to go pretty smooth up until, I don't know, there was a cameraman who decided to take Hangman out, and we signed the contract in blood. Yeah, Don Callis. I was a little I was a little concerned. He just disappeared, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's not involved because of impact. And nope, that's not the case. No, no. Don Callis will be involved here. So that, that was beautifully done. I have to give them major props on that because when the cameraman hit uh, Paige, I was like, who the hell is this? And then he turns around and it's callous with like the, the pretend facial hair. And I'm just like, Oh my God. God yeah, damn. It's hard to hide uh, a cameraman when it's you know, a jacked wrestler, but John callous, like a regular guy. So right. you wouldn't suspect anything of, of a cameraman looking like him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with you guys. It was a sick moment. I just think it would have been a better pop if it was at full gear. Because that if you is saw Callus come back at full gear, you'd actually think that Hangman might lose by getting screwed over. That's true. Now, if I see Callus, I'm going to be like, all right, he's going to get, it's not going to work this time. And something's going to happen. So to me, it kind of gave away the ending of the pay-per-view. But I don't want to be a curmudgeon. But that's just <laughs> my uh, my take on it. No, I mean you. You are you are correct. That that would have been ridiculous. That probably would have had to have happened during like a ref bump, which we all know is probably still going to happen during that match. And yeah, that would have been ridiculous. Just bust Adam Page open, and you just see Don Callis come out, and just crowd would probably go absolutely batshit crazy. Yep. Five years from now, we'll go back to the ring again, um, and we'll uh, we'll rebook that. I like <laughs> it. I like it. 
Yeah, so that's what we all had for Dynamite. I don't know if there's any points that I missed, guys. Um, anything we want to add? No, I think you covered everything. Okay, and just so you guys know, we are recording this before Rampage happens, so we will have um, uh, we have Jungle Boy and Bobby Fish um, taking on each other, and then Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy in a Lumberjack match. Pretty short. I mean, Rampage is an hour, so it is short anyways. But any change that might happen uh, with uh, any of the other three gentlemen here losing, we're going to keep you up to date uh, after you know, when Rampage airs. <sighs> now it's my favorite part of the week, the month. Uh, you know, it's uh, we're going to get right into full gear. Scott, we got our handy-dandy notebook out. Yes, ready sir. To All ready to go. Golden, golden. We have 10 matches. This card's going to fly. I just have this feeling it's going to... Fly, be quick, be exciting. There's just so much going on here. They're starting to do this thing, which I would tell with Scott up until the last takeover, where it was like, how can they, you know, top the last pay-per-view? And here we are. Yep. Um, as we said, you know, Scott and I, we get the plus two on this uh, due to our win on the back to the ring. Yeah, uh, Scott's, yeah. Scott's going to need that for when he loses. Um, oh, okay, Sam, okay. <laughs> So we got 10. We don't have a battle royale in here. That's all right. We don't need it. With all these with all these fantastic matches, we don't need to have a battle royale yeah, this time around. Well, what I'm thinking is, like, we almost always have one. They almost always have the uh, casino battle royale. That's what I'm saying. God, I absolutely hate those. Like, that is such a – I hate the casino part. Like, I feel like it has to be Royal Rumble style, and it would be 10 times better. I don't like the fact that, like, four wrestlers come out at a time, and it just, I don't like that. Coming out for shoots, yeah. I mean, it is Got to try to do something different. Yeah. That's 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 pretty much where I was going. I was agreeing with Mr. Zach there, yeah. Um, I agree. I also do agree with, with you, Riddler, that uh, Royal Rumble style would be great, but then you probably would have people chirping on the internet that they're just stealing the idea. So, who knows? It might take up more pay-per-view time maybe it's something to just kill some time that is true you are saving probably a good minute each entrance so you get five right there they get really quick one right after the other so okay you guys just teaming up on me today so i'm just gonna sit no, no, here i'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna sit here and outpick you guys <laughs> i'm gonna outpick you guys well today, i'm so. i'm blaming you riddler on us losing the it was the budget wasn't it I spent you too went much way over yet. budget. <laughs> you, you overspent on Michael Bay for our entrance, and it did not pay off. I had crowd noise. That Even that with those record profits, you know, that shouldn't be a problem. That should not be a problem. <laughs> WWE. So let's kick it off pre-show. We have Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter taking on Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. What we got here? Let's kick this one off. Do you want to do it in alphabetical order like we, we normally have? So Riddler will go first, and then you, Sam, and then myself, and then Zach? Or do you want to flip the script and go the other way? Have Zach go first. We can do oh, I don't really, I don't really care. I'll go first. Um, I think Sheeta and Thunder Rosa are going to win this match. I think that's pretty pretty obvious, to me, but uh going to be a good match. Yeah, speaking of... Jamie Hader. I don't remember. Maybe Sam. Maybe I zoned out when you were talking about Dynamite. I don't remember if you mentioned the six-woman tag match, the Brit Hader and uh, Rebel. I did. I did. 
You did? All right, good. I zoned out then. So He was too busy thinking of Brit. It's understandable. Yeah, you heard the word Brit, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I was on another planet at that point. That's right. Yeah, Sheeta and Rosa is a pretty awesome pairing, so I'm excited to see them together, and they're going to win. All right. Sam, what do you think? Oh, looking at this, this is tough. Um, I want to go with Sheeta and Rosa. But I know Hater is involved with Britt Baker. True. And Rebel isn't in a match here, so I could I could see shenanigans happening, but then Rebel's probably going to be involved in the shenanigans in Britt's match. Um, you know what? I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to join the boys here. All right, it looks like it's going to be a four-way for this one because I too am picking Ishida and, and Thunder Rosa um, to get the win on this on this buy-in. Worse, now pick the same as us on every match and take your two-point victory. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, That's I don't a clever imagine. strategy, but no, I want. <laughs> we want to win fair. <laughs> What's the status of the, you want to the get every the, match right is what you really want to go for. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> What's the status of that TBS title is Sheeta and Rosa? Are they on a collision course here? That be the only way I see them losing is if they're trying to feed them to up for some reason. Um, trying to remember. I don't. I have to pull. I'd have to pull up the bracket. I'm not sure. I know they're both in in the title uh, picture, but they're on opposite sides of the bracket. They could oh, okay. be in the finals. So, this is what I have for the finals right now: uh, Jade Cargill and Red Velvet, Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho, Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida, Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hader. And they're on, they are on opposite ends of the brackets. So gotcha. Taking... Okay. Interesting. That could be a way they go. Yeah, maybe uh, Nyla. Because you know, yeah, because you would think Sheeta and Rosa are gonna are gonna beat them in the title tournament. So I might change my pick to Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader. Can you do that Whoa. for me, please? Whoa, whoa! All right, all right. That's that's a good call. I like I like your thought process on that, but I'm still sticking with my pick. Uh, Riddler Riddler just wants to either go one and zero or zero and one to start <laughs> off start off things. So. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to go right off the bat here. We're going to go with our very trusted source website I like to use called Wikipedia. We can go <laughs> bottom to top here. For some reason, I like to put the title match at the top of this list. So first and foremost, I have Pac and Cody Rhodes taking on Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Um, I don't know. I don't know on this one. Um, for argument's sake, because they're together, and now I'm going to say Black and El Idolo win this one. We're starting something here. Something's brewing. And it starts here. Okay. We're going to get our third man. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Did I hit a sore spot? Oh, no, no. I don't know about a sore spot, but... That that sounds that sounds very intriguing. I actually will agree with you. Um, I think that 
Cody might just do something stupid and get themselves disqualified, maybe. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Pac and Cody in a nice rivalry. That would be fun. Um, but I think Andrade and Black, uh, like you said, they're starting something here. So I think they, they continue and they get the win. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about Glock Anderson possibly getting involved. <laughs> that would maybe be the only thing I can see. Um, but like, you know, we talked about before, I think Malachi Black and Andrade are like the best thing going. And I, I agree with Sam. I think they're building to some kind of stable or some something coming up here soon. So, you know, if they don't win, we riot, right? Facts. It's true. All right, yeah, Zach, what are you thinking? I'm going to make it a clean sweep here. I'm going to take House Black. I don't know if Andrade is officially a member of House Black or not, but them two together is pretty epic. And did uh, did Cody and Malachi have a match recently that Cody won? Yes. So, okay, yeah. So that, that was another reason I'm leaning that way. And I don't really... I'm still not sure where they're going with Cody right now. It's kind of interesting. I don't know where that's going to go. So, yeah, Malachi and... Andrade's the pick. Okay. Solid pick guy. Solid. Was that everyone on this one? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have the Falls Count Anywhere match with um, Christian Cage, Jurassic Express, taking on the Super Click. Why do I feel like I've seen, like, okay, so... I watch Dynamite and Rampage, so I don't, but I'm just and I don't do BTE, so I don't follow everything. But I feel like I've seen this match already. Like, am I am I missing something? Have they not had tag matches or or one on one matches before? They have, yeah. These they've been six. fighting amongst yeah themselves for a while, so yeah. I don't know. These these kind of matches on these pay per views don't really excite me, but uh, I don't know. I'll go with the super click. Uh, with some interference probably from Fish or O'Reilly or something. I will agree with uh, Riddler on this one. I was thinking that. Uh, especially with, I think Adam Cole right now is undefeated for the most part. Um, I think I'm going to go with that, especially with uh, Fish involved. Yeah, that's... That's that's interesting. The whole Bobby Fish thing. I did not expect that. So what about soon. you, uh, Mr. Zach? What are you thinking? I see you pondering, and when you ponder, I get worried. So <laughs> I am. Yeah, this is the one. One of the ones I'm thinking the most about. But you do have Jungle Boy facing off with Bobby Fish on Rampage, which Jungle Boy will win. So maybe that gives the edge to the Super Click on the pay per view. Um, I'm going to go with the super click. It's, it's kind of a toss up for me though. Yeah, it is. It is interesting to see what'll happen. Um, when you talk about, um, rampage with jungle boy and Bobby fish, I do agree with you that jungle boy will win, but it makes you wonder if, you know, the Jacksons will come out and attack or maybe Adam Cole as well. So, I don't know. I always I, I have this thing and you guys know because I've mentioned this before when, when the wrestler takes advantage before the pay-per-view, it doesn't bode well for them. It's not 100 percent, but you never know. So. 
I'm yeah, we're, we're at a little disadvantage. We're all on a level playing field, though, at least, that we're doing this before Rampage. That is true. That is true. Um, I'm going to pick the Super Click as well because I I don't... Uh, they just seriously all got together. I don't see them taking the loss just yet. Yeah, good point. Okay. This one, here's one that could be a sleeper of a match. Yeah. Um, CM Punk taking on Eddie Kingston. And I think we all are probably going to pick the free space on the bingo board on this one. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I was thinking the whole time. But then I don't know if you guys have had a chance to read the piece on the Players' Tribune that Eddie Kingston did. But holy crap. Or maybe you already know all about Eddie Kingston's story. But um, the Players' Tribune is that site where athletes just have kind of their own voice and tell whatever story they want to. And Eddie just put this one out the other day. He goes back through his whole upbringing and everything he's gone through, how much he's battled depression and anxiety, how long he was in the Indies and how exactly he got the call to do a match with AEW and how he got signed and how he still deals with his depression and anxiety on a daily basis. It's a wild story, so I definitely recommend going out and reading that. And it made me want to pull for Eddie Kingston in this match. And I really would love for him to, to beat CM Punk here, but I, I still have to pick CM Punk. I, I think, yeah, he's just CM Punk's going to win, but. Would be yeah, nice. I'm going to go with Punk on this one. He, they, you know, he's, he's come back. He's had a good run. Um, I feel like, and maybe we've had this discussion before, but I feel like in order for, Punk needs to lose against somebody who's really going to uh, take off. Take off's a good word. Uh, somebody who what's um, MJF. Let's use MJF. Imagine the imagine the fuel MJF could use. I beat CM Punk the first time in AEW. Yeah. Nobody's done that yet. I am going to go with Punk on this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go CM Punk too. Um, I just, you know, like you said, Eddie Kingston just always loses his like big matches. Like, when is he eventually going to win one of these? Um, But uh, yeah, I think Punk needs to. I think Punk needs a title. I think he needs to go after whoever's the champ here. So uh, that's why he was brought in, right? I mean, I don't think he was brought in to be like a. I don't know, a Christian. Just right, kind of yeah. help, you know, help along people. I think that that'll be his role eventually. But you got to imagine he's got one more title run in him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Ooh. I'm probably going to get a, the L on this one, but not, but you never know. I'm going to pick Eddie Kingston. Shock the oh. world. Shock the world. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, Scott. Yeah, for Zach's sake, we want to break I'd his heart. To see it. <laughs> I mean, I got two points to play with, so I can make some. Uh, I can make some risky picks. Here. That's true. You could really run away with it if you get this one right. <laughs> you guys think after the match, because the the whole pull apart thing that they did on Dynamite was electric, and yeah. you see the hate on their faces. Do you think after the match they do the handshake mutual respect thing? I don't think so. It's. <sighs> I think they do. 
it depends. I think they're going to beat the hell out of each other, and then they'll they'll come to that respect at the end. I think honestly, for me, it depends who wins. If if Eddie wins, I can see him extending the hand and Punk just absolutely destroying him afterwards. If Punk wins, I can see the handshake. So I think there's there's layers to this because Punk's been the heel in this whole thing. So I can definitely see him continue on that trend if Eddie is somehow able to beat him. Zero chance. Eh, it's non-zero. I'm especially, if it's, especially if it's Punk with pants. That's true. If he comes out in trunks, I have a chance. <laughs> Factual, yes. Based on science. It's true. It's true. It's proven. It's it's proven. So, following that, we have our fourth match. Darby Allen taking on MJF. I think MJF so, needs a big win here. After he lost his last big match to Jericho... He has MJF hasn't done a whole, whole lot since then. He beat Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I don't know what other matches he's even had, but I think MJF needs a big win here. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Mr. Zach here on this one. Um, I was really up in the air about this, but as of right now, I'm going back to my you know trusted way of of looking at things darby was the last one to get the up the one up going into the pay-per-view and they're not going to do anything they didn't do anything on on dynamite they're not going to do anything on rampage so and i agree with zach i think um mjf needs a big win so i think he's going to take out darby and it makes me then wonder what's going to happen with darby after this yeah this one's tough for me too i feel like if Hangman Page is your champion after after Full Gear, MJF would be the perfect heel to go up against him. So you wouldn't want him to lose Darby Allen, but for points' sake, I'm going to take Darby Allen and hope that Sting does something crazy and I uh, I make up a point on you guys. Wow, we're 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 playing the long game here. I like it. Sam, what about you, buddy? Well. Just like we're about to have one new champion, I think it's almost time for somebody else to start making his rise. And especially when you have somebody like, you know, Hangman Page champion, who I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back to uh, let's say 2004, 2005. I will never forget the day that Eddie Guerrero lost the title to John Bradshaw Lightfield, and little. 13-year-old, 13, 14-year-old 13, Sam, very frustrated with the decision made at this point in time. Um, but, you know, in the hindsight, it was perfect. And I think if Hangman Page is going to lose that belt to anybody down the road, it's going to be MJF. And what better time now than to start giving MJF the up on a lot of people? So when he is champion, he's the most annoying fuck on television. I emphasize that word on purpose. 
Like, he needs the title too, though. I feel like it. This will make that much more of an impact, and have Hangman chasing him, and, and you know, the heel champion to me with with MJF would be awesome. Agreed. He needs that. Yeah, he needs that belt soon. His his title ring when whenever it happens, it's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be a lot of heat. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna hate it in a way, but it's gonna be amazing. Mm. That's when you know he's doing he's doing it right. Yeah, like you legitimately as like an like when you're younger, you know, you, you, you dig into it more. You understand, you know, when you get older, you know, you've watched it for a long time and you're like, all right, we all know what's going on here. But when you legitimately have heat for a wrestler, it's like, shit, he's doing his job, <laughs> especially MJF heat. It's untouchable right now. Do we do we all pick on that one? Yes. Okay, cool. So it's I don't know why this one I'm having problems focus focusing get maybe I'm just excited for everything going on right now. Um next up we have our boys uh the Lucha Brothers taking on FTR for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I'm going to say off the bat I think Lucha Brothers are retaining. Um they've only gained the belts a couple months ago. They lost them to FTR. I mean, I could see them losing it, and then FTR has the up and be like, hey, we just took both of these belts from you. But I think the Lucha Brothers deserve a long title run. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of that. However, I'm going to say FTR takes those titles and does exactly what you just said. Hey, we took both titles from you. We're not only the best Lucha wrestlers, we're the best wrestlers in AEW. Yeah, that's how you lose uh lose these things, Scott. You make yeah, better well, sense. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I kind of like that angle Scott's going with, but I'm picking the Lucha Bros. FTR feels like they've been on fire lately, so I don't know. It makes me kind of feel like I think I think the Lucha Brothers will find a way to pull it out. It feels like FTR is a big obstacle right now for them, but I think they'll find a way to retain. Uh, I'm going to go with FTR. Ooh. I think FTR is going to win and then have both belts. And if they do a a, a trilogy match, maybe it's just for the uh, AAA titles and Lucha Bros win that somehow. But I think it's time for FTR for their long run. Um, especially if they're trying to do something with... Jeez, uh, I forgot what it's even called. The Pinnacle? Yes. The Pineapple, yes. I mean, they need, to, they need to start doing something, right? I agree. I agree with you 100%. That makes me feel good, Scott. Just letting you know. <laughs> that decision makes me feel good, too. Moving from... <laughs> Sam's going to be four <laughs> points behind, Scott, after this. <laughs> oh, man. Just like Wade Barrett, I'm always accurate. You know? <laughs> Well, I Sam, can't. I'm afraid I got some bad news. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, uh, not the pinnacle, but um, for some reason I was thinking pinnacle. I saw Inner Circle. Uh, Inner Circle taking on Men of the Year, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and American Top Team. Junior Dos Santos, Andrade, Ar- wow, I'm going to. Arlovsky. That. And then Dan Lambert. <laughs> This I'm going to go is... last on this one, so I'll let you guys go. Okay. 
I'll start then because this is like the match that I just I can care less about. Like I am so sick of the inner circle having street fights and arena matches. Like can't they don't have any matches by themselves. So for me, I've seen this match a million times. Um, I want to put the inner circles and win this one. I haven't been into the American top team stuff at all. But the one thing that did actually get me intrigued in this was the beating and and saying that they want Dan Lambert to be the one to pin Jericho. Because part of me actually does kind of want to see that. That would actually make me really enjoy this match. I think that would be fun. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's just the inner circle is going to beat them. Um, I mean, they're all going to split apart. They're all going to have their... I mean, dude, I, I just... I've seen this match a million times. <laughs> Riddler is sick of it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the inner circle still. So, this one, I think I'm, I'm, I'm with Zach on this one. I and I and I, I know where Riddler's coming from. Because it's like, okay, we just want them wrestling. I want Jericho. I want Sammy Guevara. You know, I want want them doing their thing, not these, you know, matches all the time, which is understandable. Um, but going off of what Zach said, when they said, we're going to make sure Dan Lambert pins Jericho, I was like, you know, that actually would be interesting. Imagine that some nobody, not nobody, but somebody who's not in the wrestling world pinned, you know, Jericho, one of the greatest of all time. Um, which long-term booking, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to, sit on this one so long-term booking now imagine this happened and then american top team goes away for whatever reason and you know men of the year oh yeah we beat the inner circle inner circle goes yeah but you had help you guys didn't actually beat us neither of you pinned us so then you know it gives you know you know pushes the men of the year because i'm a big ethan page fan going back to impact he was a lot of fun to watch as part of the north um, and I love Scorpio Sky, so it gives them a little more limelight there. Um, so then it's like, oh, yeah, you guys didn't actually, you know, pin Jericho. And then you could have a feud, you know, with them, you know, proud and powerful. Um, you know, we've already had Ethan Page and Sammy Guevara. I, ideally, it'd be fun to help them push the men of the year to see them win this and have Dan Lambert pin Jericho. I think there'd be some enjoyment there. But I think logically speaking, this feels like almost every other. It just it just feels written that the inner circle is going to win this. So I'm going to go with the inner circle. Yes, yeah, Scorpio Skies is not a good heel, man. Uh, he needs to be a, a face. That or at least have Ethan Page be the one that really does all the talking because Page is a phenomenal heel. Yes. Uh, so, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it with Scorpio Sky. I mean, he's awesome, yeah. amazing wrestler. It's not, you know, against him, but it's just like the what do you kind of kind of got to be an actor, right? I mean, you're putting on a performance, so yeah. I just, you know, I don't need a method actor, but still, you got to do something, right? So for my it's not pick, Joaquin Phoenix, that that's true. That is true. Um, for my pick. And, and Sam knows this well. I absolutely despise when non-professional wrestlers decide that they want to get in a professional wrestling ring and 
play wrestler. It's one of the biggest things I actually just hate about WrestleMania. Uh, when they always have their celebrity things. I will say, though, this past WrestleMania was the exception to the rule. Um, but for some reason, it's always been something just terrible to watch. So while Men of the Year probably will carry this match for American Top Team and Men of the Year, um, I want to pick Inner Circle. But part of me feels that we're going to get Dan Lambert pinning Chris Jericho. So I'm going to go against the green yet again, and I'm going to pick end of the year in top talent. Wow. I I could see it happening. I kind of want that to happen too, but I I just don't have the balls that you have, Scott, to actually make that pick. I'm going out on a limb. I could crash and burn and have just two points the whole night. And I'm completely okay with that. But, you know, I just, my brain is just going. And it just, I would, it's, it's, it's just giving me ideas to think, well, maybe they could go this way. So who knows? Yeah, I would rather you be right about this one and Eddie Kingston. But we'll see. I'm, well, just, I'm trying to win. Just, just remember... Next, ne- and obviously I don't think you guys are going to be a part of it, but we have Survivor Series next week, and we'll do our picks for that. And I bet you I will come in on top because I don't watch that show at all, any Raw or SmackDown. Rage. I always do. I don't watch them. I don't watch either of those shows, but I always seem to be up here. Just it's all part of the plan. And Scott's <laughs> fully immersed in it, watching every week, talking about it. and Imagine how much time podcast. you would save. Devoted to WWE, and I freaking lose the pay-per-views every single time. (sighs) Scott, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So you can replace it with dark and uh, elevation studies. I mean, it's probably better. I know, but I gotta. We 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 gotta cover. He does it for the fans. All the big things. We can't abandon ship, or at least I can't. Maybe I should get huh. Sam to watch Dark and Elevation. <sighs> Is there somebody, Scott, that if they release, you're like, I'm out of here, like 100%? I thought, honestly, I'm after quiet, I was going to pull the plug, but I don't know. Something just brought me back. Maybe there was just a good episode of, of SmackDown that happened, and I'm just like, all right, I'll keep doing this. So See, I think if, if they... Seth Rollins, if he gets let go, I doubt that ever happened, but that'd be crazy. That'd be pretty. Yeah, I think like him, Roman, Becky, I think they're untouchables at this point. Maybe even Charlotte, even though she's technically difficult to deal with. So I don't know. But for the sake of covering all of uh, professional wrestling and sports entertainment, I will continue to be the martyr for this (laughs) for this podcast group and watch WWE products. It's we a sacrifice that. we're all willing to make. Yeah, Scott, you do you 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 doing it for the team? While I smoke a good stogie on Monday nights and relax, and eat complimentary food at my cigar bar. Oh, man, it's a tough life out there, guys. <laughs> we got the American Dragon match coming up next here, right? Oh, yes, yeah. we do. Brian Danielson taking on Miro. This one, I think, 
I, I have a feeling who's going to win this. And honestly, I don't think I'd be mad either way of whoever won this because whoever wins this is going to wrestle the winner of the you know the title match. And both matches are going to be incredible. But I'm going to go off the limb. I'm going to say Danielson. He's going right up there for the title. He's putting on bangers right now. Like, there's not a bad match I've won. Some people can argue with me. I think Brian Danielson has had one of the best runs of his career. Every single match, and I'll be on there, I'll be tweeting and I'll be texting. Every Brian Danielson match, my phone is upside down, like on my table, and I'm like staring at the TV for the good 20 half, 20 minutes, half hour. Can't argue with you on that. That's my logic. Are you uh, are you picking uh, Danielson too, Riddler? Yeah, I think I am. Um, I think it makes sense for who I'm going to pick to win the main event. So I think uh, Brian Danielson is going to win here and uh, go after that title. Because I think a Brian, you know, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. That's interesting because you, I think you already tipped your hand as to who you think is going to win the the main event. But anyway, I'm going to pick Miro here because he's doing this for his wife. And he keeps talking about getting his, doing this for his wife, being the wife for his champion, uh, being the champion for his wife. And um, I don't know what's what the deal is with Lana at all, if, if she's actually going to like show up at some point. It seems like she will if he keeps talking about her and maybe she would show up here and help him. Um, I don't know if she's able to, or she has a non-compete thing still. I'm not, I haven't kept up with that for her, but I'm going with Miro. Do it, do it for the wife. I'm with you, Mr. Zach. Uh, Lana is available. Her 90 days is up. Uh, So I I loved, I, I have to say, shame on WWE for letting Miro not talk as much as he has here in AEW. His promos have been some of the best things on the show, and the shows are normally fantastic. And the line that he dropped on Dynamite stating that Daniel uh, Brian Danielson will sacrifice his wife, so or, sacri- or what was it? See, now I screwed it up. But... <laughs> It's something to the effect of Dan, uh, Brian Danielson will have to sacrifice seeing his wife so Miro can see his. And the whole, like, him versus God thing is is actually entertaining. It's not like, you know, Vince McMahon versus God back in the day. That was just, a, a, yeah. <laughs> but Better take on God. Correct. That's Zach's dream match for Back to the Ring, by the way. I <laughs> We're still going to do it at some point. <laughs> Maybe I'll do the episode with someone else. I think Sam was interested. <laughs> yes. That's fine. I'll I'll join Scott. We'll do something. Nice. <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm all about it. More content for everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Miro is next in line. I know that with everything going on with John Moxley, um, I feel like if John was in this match, I think I would pick Danielson. But with how Miro is, and I even told this to Sam when he lost the TNT title, I said the next thing he needs to do is go for the heavyweight championship because he's built himself 
so big since the, I will say, the debacle that he had when he first showed up. And I think that he's the perfect challenger for the new AEW champion. Yes, I'm tipping my hand. I already know who I'm going to pick for that title match once we get to that. But Miro, I think, is the perfect first challenger for uh, for Adam Page. Okay. Okay, this one's going to have repercussions down the road. This one might have the biggest repercussions. <laughs> oh, man. So... Zach, please contain yourself. Up next, we have the AEW Women's Championship match. <laughs> Zach's girl, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on my girl, Ty Conti. Oh, it's like that. <laughs> I have a thing for blondes. Um, <laughs> so, again, I, I have no problems jumping in on this one. Sure you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. So up until a month ago when we had Bound for Glory, uh, we had one of the probably the finest women's champions in the world with Deanna Perrazzo. She dropped that belt to Mickey James, um, who's now the knockout champion. Oh, no shit. Britt, yes. Oh. Rip Baker has been flawless as champion very similar to the way Deanna Perrazzo has been, was nobody could touch her and when they'd lose she was still on top and she looked incredible in the ring same thing with Britt here so unfortunately love my girl Britt's still champion at the end of this match hands down yeah I'm gonna agree with you Sam uh, both amazing wrestlers I'm looking forward to this one I think Tay Conti or Ty Conti um, has come a long way since I remember first seeing her um, debut for AEW. So it's going to be a good match. Um, but I think Britt's just holding that title for Thunder Rosa. So The words run out of my mouth, Riddler. I'm taking Britt as well. I think this is going to be a really good match. Um, it's going to show how far Ty Conti has, has come. Um, but yeah, I, I think she's just going to end up just a little short because we all know that Brit and Thunder Rosa are going to happen sometime down the road. And yeah, so I'm picking Brit on this one. And I think we don't even need to talk to Zach because I think we all know who Zach's going to pick. So Sam, we can just get, no, just kidding. But I want to talk about her <laughs> and our plans for the future. <laughs> it is the easiest match to pick of the night. Uh, Ty Conti, not a serious challenger. So Wow. It's going to win this easily. Although I did get a little more excited for this match based on the the six woman tag match on Dynamite. I thought that was excellent, and Ty Conti showed a lot of fire. I think uh, she'll come out real hot in this one, and it'll. Oh, you yeah, think she will? Up, it'll come, she'll up come short. out pretty hot. You think? I think so. Okay. Not as hot as Britt, though. <sighs> you know, two point handicap. Oh man. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a clean win, though. I think you'll oh, get no. some some interference here. Protect, protect Tay. Yeah, she I can lose clean to Brit. I can see Rebel getting involved. Calm down, Zach. 
<laughs> so defensive. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> Screw you. We're, we're still waiting for Zach versus Adam Cole, baby, at some point. I'm taller than him. I could take him. <laughs> Britt Baker on a pole match. Wait, that's... He no. does look tiny as hell, man. I wonder how big he is in person. Who, I mean, Cole? I saw him. Yeah, I saw him at NXT in Columbus before the before COVID. Um, he looked pretty tiny. But I was I was decently far away, so he is five eleven. Still whoop my ass, but I'm just saying. he's not five eleven. No, that's what the no way says. Dude. There's no he's, way he's probably five nine. So, uh, wow, the internet's giving me different six feet five eleven. It says Britt <laughs> Baker's five seven. I don't know. Everybody looks tall to me, anyways. Oh, Sam, <laughs> I'm six two. So I mean, I feel like. Maybe that's Is everyone in here small. over six feet? No, I'm 5'11". Uh-huh. Six, I'm 6'1". Six Interesting. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, tall. But I'm definitely taller than that midget Adam Cole. <laughs> Sam, you're not a midget. <laughs> you midget. don't know how short I am. I'm going to go with 5'9". Uh, Aww. <laughs> Oh man, Scott! I think you guys have mentioned this before, aren't you? Like five three, five two. Oh, that's good height. (laughs) Our brain can't wrap around that for a second. I'm trying to figure that. Most people can't wrap around that height. That like people don't exist at five two unless they're like (laughs) twelve. I can say that. Shit. At least you can get into places other people can't. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so next time we go to shows, I'll have to put Sam on my shoulders. So. <laughs> oh my! Let's go, Pop. <laughs> I, oh, oh God! Get a children's ticket. It's cheaper. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Going for the jugular on that one. No, I'm just saying you could save help some it. money. Just shave. Hit me from down here. Zach's super aggressive tonight. He's aggro. It's because we're talking about Brit. Yeah, we and need to move on from that match. <laughs> Get all hot and bothered. Main Brit event time. Know. Main event time. Main event time. Okay, okay. This one should be interesting. I think it's been given away. What? Who? I think the long-term story booking from when this company started is going to come to a head on this night. I'm very curious if anyone strays from that path, but I think it's time. Um, all these promos, you know, since day one, he was supposed to be the fir- first champion, and he didn't. You know, he's it's been a fight. I think Hangman finally takes the belt from Kenny Omega. Yay! And the inner and the uh, the uh, Dark Order runs out. Yay! You did it, Hangman. He overcame your fears. <laughs> Good job, buddy. That's exactly what they sound like. Pretty much. Pretty much. I, I will I will say though, um, if we're gonna take it back for a second to Dynamite talking about that um that contract signing. When Paige was talking to Omega about how he felt kind of like how Omega felt when I'm assuming he's talking about Ibushi. Sam, you can probably correct me on that if I'm incor- if I'm wrong. That's- that sounds about right. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I like I, I love that that callback. And it just 
Omega's reaction to that too was just outstanding. Uh, like the subtle shock in his face when when he mentioned it, and the crowd, of course, ooing and eyeing over everything these two said. This match is going to be heavily emotional, and I think I think besides, uh, I think Danielson and Miro is going to be the wrestling match of the night. I think the storytelling match of the night is going to be this match, and I agree with Sam that I think it's time for Paige to take the championship and then immediately get destroyed by Miro. <laughs> it feels so Zach, weird. Are you, yeah, are you straying here, Zach, or not? Because I want to see here if I need to go last or not. Because I'm straying. Oh, you are? Oh, really? I interpreted what you were saying before completely wrong then. But I am, I am also going case. with Hangman, Adam Page, the long-term storytelling you guys were talking about before it was one year ago at full gear right kenny beat hangman their whole story of their when they were tag team together how that all fell apart that was over such a long period of time Mm. teasing could they work would they break up and kenny on this incredible title reign it, it definitely feels like the perfect time and the right story the right guy at the right time to take it off of kenny although it does feel weird to feel like it's a foregone conclusion that Kenny by God Omega is going to lose because he's been champion for so long. And he's been such a great champion, but the hangman will get it done. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the obvious and that's, you can't even go through like Reddit or anything without seeing like people's like, Oh my God, here's the entire story all the way back from Japan. Like, holy shit, all these connecting the dots, whatever. And I know Sam, you're one of those people, probably, right? I don't hang on Reddit. No, I got I got work, and I'm, you know, <laughs> anyway. He's a man. Uh, he's a good I soul. think it, I don't think Hangman's that. I mean, I don't think he's that good. So, uh, I think Kenny Omega is going to win the match. I think Brian Danielson and Omega Two will be for the title, and I think Daniel Bryan will take that from him. Or Brian Danielson will take that from Kenny. That makes the most sense. So what what's Kenny gonna do if he loses this match? He loses his luster of the title, in my opinion. And I think there's too many matches left that need a title. I think Punk and Omega could happen. I think that needs a title. I think Punk and Brian does. Even Punk and or uh, Omega and Okada, if they do overfight. Uh, this is my opinion. I mean, you guys are most likely right with the hangman stuff, but I, I could, think you, I could see it happening. I see where you're going. I see where you're going with this. I still yeah, see what I mean, you do with with. I mean, Omega, Omega can go away and come back and and do all that, but people came to AEW to fight Kenny Omega. They didn't come to fight Adam Page. Well, so that's my thing. You 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 make too. valid points. You 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 really do. Um, I mean, Christian Cage didn't come here to fight Hangman. CM Punk didn't come here to fight Jungle Boy and all these guys like he said he did. I mean, that's well, not where the Hang Hangman maybe become. The, they're trying to make him the next big star. Hangman, I think, is 30 years old. He's still up and coming, even though he, he looks like he could be, like, 40 or something. I think, but. I'm just, I, think I just want Omega to win, so I'm just <laughs> talking myself into it. Fair enough. And I'm just not a fan of the Dark Order stuff and not a fan of Hangman's story with them. So that's probably where the bias comes from. Uh, but I want to see Omega Danielson, too, with a title match, with a title on the line. 
there is still a lot to happen. And I, I, I see where you're coming from because it would be exciting CM Punk take on Kenny for the title, Brian Danielson take him on for the title, Omega Okada, Okada 5. I'll keep dropping that till it fucking happens. Um, for the <laughs> AEW title would be a lot of fun. But especially now with all these Ring of Honor, you know, Ring of Honor's calling the hiatus, all these new WWE releases, how long does Kenny have the belt to wrestle all these people? I guess that's the question I would have. Right. Here's here's the scenario where I think uh, this just this just came to me while while Sam was talking. A perfect way to keep Kenny strong is the, towards the end of this match. You know they're they're you know they're fighting and whatnot and you know they're both you know obviously well worn out by like 25, 30 minutes worth of wrestling. All of a sudden, the coin drop happens. The theme starts. Omega whips his head around to look at the to to look at the the ramp, but there's no Okada. He turns around and Hangman hits his finisher. One, two, three. That way you could. You can Ugh. still lead into Omega and Okada, and Okada's already started the mind games. I think that would be a fantastic way to finish. But that's just that's just my opinion. Scott might be the new best book machine. <laughs> I don't think I have enough lotion to keep myself contained if that happens. <laughs> what if Kenny wins though, and then you hear the coin drop? I mean, I mean both both are definitely possible. I mean, both cases, be... Sam burns down his house as we promised. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see Bray Wyatt, and I want to see him. I, I'm curious to see if he's going to come out as like um, kind of how he was with Brody Lee. I don't know, uh, or he's going to come out like Fiend style. I'm, I'm really curious to see. So this was going to be my next thing. Who, what everyone thought, like our predictions of people who might show. Now Ooh. you bring that up. And now we have this House of Black idea coming in. Now, who's part of the House of Black? I mean, imagine if Andrade and Malachi Black come out and they're interrupted by a third person who comes out to help them. I think Bray Wyatt would be a good fit for them. I think Malachi and Bray Wyatt are a perfect fit. And that's why I'm kind of curious. I think that would only work, though, if if why it's like a fiend character, but I don't know. Like, I'm just curious to see what he wants to do. Does he want to come in and, and talk and, or does he want to do the fiend stuff? I think he wants to do the fiend stuff. It's kind of like a F you to WWE. Like, look what you could have let me do. Well, I also trust him to create something completely new as well. That's true. He's a genius. Because yeah, he's, he's going by Wyndham now. So, I mean, it kind of. So he's running hotels. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I don't know. Yeah, like I think uh, I think Zach's also got a good point where maybe he's just going to reinvent um, himself. I know that you know he's been doing these cryptic tweets lately about you know him not saying anything right now, but he'll soon let his voice be heard and he'll tell everybody what happens. And I think if he officially joins AEW, I think that my entire like favoritism of a company is going to switch. And I've been a WWE guy since 99. So Bray has always been somebody that's always like 
I've always resonated with him. Like even in, in when he was NXT as Husky Harris, there was just something about him. And maybe it's because he was a bigger guy, and obviously I'm a bigger guy, so you know, I kind of gravitate towards that, anyways. But I don't know. It's just I've always been fascinated by the stuff that he's done, and I and I feel like if he's got enough creative freedom in AEW, that he's gonna he's gonna have some magic. And it's probably going to be the, some of the best stuff we've seen in professional wrestling for a very long time. Yeah, and, and I, I just want to throw this out here because I don't want to forget. But, like, you know how Malachi Black's painting half his face? And I know there's probably explanations online, but, like, it looks like Darby's, right? I mean, it's kind of odd to have two stars that paint their face like skulls on the side of their face on your show. Well, the the reason why Malachi Black's eye is like that is I don't know how much you've followed towards the end of his WWE run, but there was a moment where Murphy actually drove his face into uh, a steel step. Oh, it, it kind of went off of the whole eye versus eye match that Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio had. Um, so when he did that, Mal- um. Alistair Black back then had like um, something covering his eye. So he wrestled as a one-eyed person the whole time. And then he, that was kind of like the beginning of the end for him, but, gotcha. but him bringing it with him with that video and then his debut. And I love how it's been getting darker and more grotesque. And just, it's like, he talks about like the, 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 the mist and the poison mist. I really feel like he's spitting out his time in WWE to everybody to try to infect everybody. It's just the storytelling he does just, mm, it's beautiful. So like you talked about having the two of them together, imagine those two minds working together to, to give us entertainment. Holy shit. <laughs> Is the Target Center sold out? That's a good question. Yeah. I would assume it is, but I, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. It's gonna be cool seeing a, a you know, a big arena. Mm. So you said dailies. That's true. Uh, how much can that place hold? Probably what, fifteen, twenty thousand. Uh, let me double check. Now here's a funny article. Oh yeah, we're still we're still talking recording, huh? <laughs> 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 Survivor Series from October fourth. See, um, full gear at the Target Center, Minneapolis. Available tickets: sixteen hundred forty left. Current setup capacity: ten thousand. Oh, okay. So what's the that's WWE? weird? Must be a big what? setup then, because basketball is like eighteen thousand. Oh, yeah, Full Gear, so far, this is the only pay-per-view they have this very... Remember, they have the big setup with all the gears and whatnot. Oh, it, yeah. It strays Which away from... it looks beautiful. I love that stuff so much. It's really cool. Are you guys live tweeting Full Gear? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, cool. Goody. Well, I can't wait to talk some smack. <laughs> Until... I, like, I like how our picks are kind of everywhere. We have a few that are all the same but there's going to be some discrepancies in these in in these picks and and point wise and i i'm I'm excited to see who who comes out on top this time because i think with our combined picks i think me and riddler are are the two that have won so far so 
can Mr. Zach or Sam get, you know, tie it up or will myself or Riddler take a commanding two one zero zero lead? And Santa Claus might be bringing a belt soon, so <laughs> stay tuned, folks. We may have ourselves a ship at studios title belt. I want that belt. So before we call the quits on the show, is there any any other ideas of people who might show up? I know a lot of you know the new releases they don't they have their ninety day compete clauses. Um, people we haven't seen yet. Um, I don't know what Ring of Honor's compete. I mean, they may just release from their contract, so I don't know who could sh- if what they're legally able to do. Uh, any from what I read, they can immediately sign somewhere else, but they're going to be paid by ROH through the end of the year. And they still have to show up for um, final battle. Wow, that's good business practices. Think about yeah. that. Who knew that yep. existed? <sighs> Imagine Jay Lethal showing up. <sighs> PCO would be fun. Yep. EC3. The list could go on. I don't know. What do you guys think? Riddler, Zach, any any ideas? Well, we talked about Lana already. Yep. And her uh, double jointedness <laughs> could show up. I got well, that's a wrap, folks. Well, <laughs> I guess that's it. Guys, we got Rampage still. Um, well, by the time this drops, it'll be tonight. You know, on Friday, we have Rampage and we have AW Full Gear. Who would have thought this is what? Full Gear 3? Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. I honestly didn't think the company would be, you know, be here at this point in time. And it's really exciting. Will it top all out? Will I, well, you know, will, will Scott go 0 in 10? You know, we got a lot of questions. If he goes 0 in 10, you know, the sacrifice I got to make. Um, Zach and Riddler, thank you guys for joining us so much. We love having you on. Uh, we hope to do this again soon. Thank you for having us. Always fun, as long as we win in the end. <laughs> I mean, that's all that matters, right? Winning. It's not friendship. It's about just winning. And returning okay home to too. your wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go, I'm about to go cut a Miro promo because my wife's been upset since the poll numbers. So oh, no. I'm gonna go try <laughs> to win her back. I'm gonna cut a promo in my bathroom, fucking lights <laughs> off and candle. And I will win her back. I would pay money to see that. Right? Oh, uh, you do that. Let us know. <laughs> I will. We'll post that on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening. Don't to do so. Please make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can follow Zach and the Riddler at Back to the Ring. Uh, their podcast covers them covering old matches um, and including newer wrestlers in there. It's, you know, book and try to see if it comes out with a different outcome. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Bedlam Media, Above the Ring. I said Bedlam Media again. Above the Ring, Back to the Ring, and Ship It Studios. We were on all streaming platforms. If there's a platform or something else that you cannot find us on, like Discord, I don't know, plot twist, please let us know. We'll make sure we get ourselves on there, on your streaming device, and um, 
on your streaming device, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Tell people why Ship at Studios Above the Ring and Back to the Ring is the podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Guys, it's Full Gear Weekend. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.